Praise the Lord, children of God. This is Anne from Teachers Dan. How y'all doing today? Hope we're great. Praise the Lord. It's good to be here. So, um, like I said in my last podcast, the Lord has been talking to me about um, marriages, women in particular, wives. Our role as wives and how we can succeed as wives. So, um, one word the Lord spoke to my heart yesterday. He said that um, couples have been made to believe that we do not have a one-size-fits-all solution to our marital issues. But there is indeed a one-size-fits-all to all marital issues, and that is Jesus. There is no problem that you have in your marriage that Jesus cannot fix. Absolutely none. The problem is we always fail. So bring our issues to God that, um, as usual, just like in every other aspect of our lives, when we have issues, the last person we run to is Jesus. When we're sick, the last person we call is Jesus. We first run to the hospital, run everywhere. You know, you don't pray about it. I'm not saying don't go to the hospital. I'm just saying call Jesus first. For me, I like to say that the definition of faith is having no plan B. Knowing that your plan A, if you um, work on it effectively, it will, it will serve its purpose. So Jesus is that effective plan. If you listen to his instruction, if you do his will, if you follow his ways, he's enough to solve whatever issues that is set before you. So talking about talking about women and talking about marriage, I'm just here to encourage women. Because uh, if you allow me, I'd like to talk to us as as gates. I know that it's not easy. I know that it's not. But women are already, already in the habit of saying, why is it that when we have to talk about a successful marriage, we always have to talk about women? Number one, like I said in my last podcast, you get to choose who your husband should be. The men can always get up on the streets and say, will you marry me? And pick whatever woman that they want. But it's truly, truly up to you to choose. You can say yes and you can say no. And then you say yes to the one whom God has advised you to say yes to. So that it's easier, you know. When you have issues, you can always go back to him. Now... It's not even as if when God chooses a relationship for you, God chooses a man for you. When he says, yes, for him, this is the best man for you. It's not like it exempts you from any marital issues, let alone other women who don't even remember to pray, who don't even remember to call upon the name of the Lord when they want to choose their spouses. All they see is a fine, hardworking man. He's cute. He's okay. He's doing well. And then they just think, okay, there's a nice family. You can go on ahead and just do the needful. So I need us to understand that in whatever way you may have gotten into marriage, 
there can either be a solution. Okay, there can always be a solution because there's truly nothing that is too hard for God to fix. So God is willing to fix your marriage. God is willing to fix you. I remember when I when I was going through whatever it was I was going through in mine and I asked the Lord to please come and help me and save me. He started dealing with me and like I said, he, he told me to do two things and that was learn to be quiet and then be extra submissive. Those were the two things that the Lord asked me to do. Be quiet and be extra submissive. And if women could do that, that would really help your marriage. That would go a long way in helping your marriage. But today, let me talk to you as um, women as gates so that we can keep this short and simple. Today, I'll be talking to you about women as gates. Now, if, if, you, if you think properly about gates, this is, this is one of the reasons why women are... Why, how would I put it so that we understand it? Why it seems like the burden is upon a woman. Now, if you see in Proverbs 31, it stated that it said something like, um, a virtuous woman who can find her value is far more than rubies. Then also, I think it's in Proverbs chapter four, we were advised to seek wisdom for wisdom. The value of wisdom is far more than rubies. Now, listen, a woman, a virtuous woman, her value is far more than rubies. Wisdom, its value is far more than rubies. Then the Bible goes on to say a wise woman builds her home. Now, Jesus is wisdom. Jesus only lives with the woman who is able to build her home because it takes his grace to help you build your home and i wish i i wish i could make this simple but this is what i'm trying to say i'm trying to say that a woman and wisdom are likened equally so if a woman is supposed to be wisdom personified that means that you have the ability to do whatever it takes to make your marriage look exactly the way God wants it to be. Whether the man is aware or not. I know sometimes it's hard. It's not sometimes. I know it is hard because we're talking about a whole human being. And it seems like I'm talking about the woman going through a lot of torture. But that's not true. This is where your first love comes into, into play. Jesus calls us, Jesus calls himself our first love. That's why it's very important to go into marriage complete. Don't go into marriage looking for who to complete you. Go in complete because it is Jesus that completes you. In Jesus, you have all the love, all the care, all the whatever it is that you're looking for. You find it in him. So your first marriage is with Jesus Christ. Your second marriage is with your physical spouse. And then now while I go back to talking to women as gates, 
talking about women as gates, what I mean is, imagine a gate right now in front of you. It is only through the gate that you can come into a home or a door. You have to open the gate for people to come in, open the door for people or whatever it is to come in. You shut the door, no one comes in, no one goes out. Daughters of Zion, that's what you are in your marriage. But the problem is, we don't know how or what we can do to make ourselves the kind of gate that heaven is talking about. I have come to realize that praying and fasting is not just something that only only pastors and other ministers should do. I said that before. But as a wife, your role as a wife, because you see, God is going to judge us according to the different dimensions that he has created us to function. He's going to judge you as a wife. He'll judge you as a mother. He'll judge you as a daughter. He'll judge you as a sister. He'll judge you as a career woman that you are. He'll judge you in those aspects. So now I am coming to you in the dimension of a wife because I know that there's more to you, but I'm talking to you right now as a wife. Now, as a wife, you are a gate as to what you let come in and out of your home. You see, the thing about the world is the women of this world know that they can determine what goes in and what comes out of their home. Why can't we, daughters of Zion, do, do, do the, the same? And you see, the thing is, the place where you determine what goes in and what comes out of your home is on your knees. Talking to Jesus. Jesus tells you what's about to come in. And he tells you that you have the authority to say that that thing should come in or not. That's why it's also said that women are prophets. You are the prophetess of your own home. But I want to stick with being a gate today. On your knees, you determine what comes in and what comes out of your home. Sometimes you don't understand, but you can also determine the character of your husband on your knees. Sometimes, like I said before, I, I got to the point where I do not necessarily need to have a conversation with my husband because I tried. I have tried on my own. I tried to have a conversation with him. And then I realized, look, it's not just working. Because at first it can look like, okay, we're getting somewhere. But at the end of the day, it kind of looks like nothing happens. How about I go back to the one who says that the heart of a king is in his hands and he can turn it to whatever direction that he pleases him. So I put the heart of my husband in God's hands and I say, Lord, over to you. There were so many things I did in the secret without my husband knowing. And that's my advice to you today. You don't always have to say everything. You don't always have to make everything you're doing known and open to your spouse. There are some things that you could do between yourself and God. And then in due time, you can expose it. You can tell it out. And then he can get to know. But the truth of the matter is, it is best to settle things in the spirit. It is best to settle things in the secret. And then watch it manifest in the open. That's when you will really know that there's a God. That's when you will really know that there's a God. You see, the problem is that you don't believe that Jesus is, is real enough to solve your issues. Like if I don't talk to my husband about it, how is he going to be aware? What's your business? Talk to God about it. And he'll talk to your husband about it. But God has to make you see 
things from his perspective, now not your perspective, but from his perspective. So can you lay it all down at the feet of Jesus and let Jesus handle this issue for you? Remember that you're a gate. Whatever you let come into your home is what comes into your home. So if you allow envy, jealousy, pain, regrets, and all kinds of emotions that are unholy for your spirit come into your home, it can only make your marriage painful, hurtful, and um, getting to a point of quitting. And that's where you don't want to get to. You want to get to the point where your marriage is blessed, is holy enough, filled with the presence of God, and there's abundance of love, joy, and peace in it. So why not be courageous enough to take this issue to God? Don't talk about it. Talk to Jesus. That's the missing link. Talk to Jesus because you are a gate. Jesus will tell you what he wants in and what he wants out. And then you speak into being what Jesus wants in and you speak out of your home what Jesus wants out. Believe me, women of God, it's just that we don't understand. Because remember this, my dear brothers, remember this, my dear sisters, especially my sisters. Look, even your therapist needs a therapist. Even your marriage counselor needs a counselor. I'm not saying don't go to one. I'm not saying don't use one. I'm saying, first off, be willing. Be willing to go through process. Be willing to report this to Jesus and be willing to take his instructions. Don't just take it. Obey it. Remember our father Abraham. His obedience was counted unto him as righteousness. You are a gate. Whatever you let in is what comes in and whatever you let out is what comes out. If you take a look at Jezebel in the Bible, she determined what happened in the palace. Even though Ahab was king, everybody knew Jezebel was the one running the shows. You can do the same. The only thing is you must do it in accordance to the will of God. And sometimes women just want to enjoy their ego as well. They just want to be proud. And so doing things the way of Jesus kind of feels like you're being brought low. But how best can I explain it? You are being brought low so that you can be lifted up. So that you can be lifted up. Because the last thing God wants in any of his children is to use their power. The power that they know that they have in Christ to dominate anyone. God didn't call you to dominate another human being. And most women really, in actual sense, want to dominate their husbands. And God won't let you do that. You have been called to respect and submit to the authority of your husband. And while you obey God in that aspect, watch what he's going to do for you in causing your husband to love you. I'm going to end this podcast here. You'll see me on the other side very, very soon. So just ponder on those words that I have shared with you today and allow the Holy Spirit do his work in your life. You won't regret it. There are so many people that, so many women that I have had the opportunity to mentor. And I can tell you for a fact today, it was hard. It was stressful. But Jesus says that his yoke is light. His yoke is light. So whatever you think you're going to do on the other side, it's just going to eventually turn out to be a burden. But if you do it the way of Jesus... You won't regret it. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. This is Anne from Teacher's Den. Have a good day. Bye-bye.